At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome you to Porsche Talk. This is your host, Alan. Alan. Uh, untapped in vinyl. I got Monk here with me again. Alan, what's up, Alan? Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something. We're yeah. about to... You're going to snap it to a slip jam, yeah. <laughs> you're going to snap it to a slip jam or you're going to slam into a tree. <laughs>
Oh. We are back. Yes. What are we drinking on? Uh, I'm having uh, Juice Force IPA, Hazy Imperial from Voodoo Ranger, New Belgium. Um, I've liked pretty much every Voodoo Ranger that they've done. I mean, I'm a bit of an addict for this one. Yeah. This is a. Uh, I'll get to try. I'll go to Coconuts about once a week. I'll grab them. Six pack, there's about ten ninety nine. Yeah. It's not horrible. Well, I had the other day, I had the 1985 IPA. Mm-hmm. You had that one yet? I don't think so. It's a Voodoo Ranger? That was a fucking phenomenal beer. It <laughs> was really good. New Belgium's got some good stuff. Yeah, man. man they're, not, they're not doing bad out there. And so I'm polishing off of one of your Ananda IPA. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to all those IPA haters. It's like... Uh, you know, you've seen like uh, what, how people tell you to, I don't know, eat candy corn, and they was like they open the package up and pour it in the trash, or they'll they'll open up an IPA and pour it down the drain. Uh, I don't know. I'm a huge fan of IPA. Monk is a uh, a huge proponent of me opening up my vernacular to that. <laughs> but uh, I, I gotta say, it's. Uh, when I go down to Monson's, uh, whether it be Erica or whomever working behind the bar, they typically know that I want a PBR or I want a uh, IPA. Yeah. And uh, that's that's like two different spectrums. Oh, it's a very different spectrum. It's, it's it, like, hmm, do I want to take the, the the Volkswagen Bug out today, or do I want to take the Mercedes? Yeah. You know? And uh, like here lately, you know, it, it was. Uh, Unusually hot for June sure. over the past couple of weeks. IPA's good in hot weather. I disagree. Do you then? Uh, I was looking for like something uh, lighter, like uh, the dog days of summer. Have you had that? Or yeah. uh, there is a um, uh, Arnold Palmer where they take lemonade and yeah, no, tea and shit. they put a little beer in it. No. And have you ever heard of the poor man's uh, mimosa? No. It's where instead of you use champagne, you just pour a beer in that OJ. Now that's just gross. It's not. Just what it. kind of beer are you pouring in there? I, are you pouring a very floral IPA in there, or are you pouring a fucking PBR? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you can't pour a PBR in, in orange juice and say that it's going to taste as good as pouring a Druid City Moonlighter into a... Okay, I am I am talking about more like a moonlighter, but <laughs> okay. a, a PBR didn't even cross my mind. Be stirred up wait, there, man. A little stirred up here. <laughs> Let me tell you something, boy. <laughs> that ain't gonna fly with me. No. <laughs> you must create what you out there doing some sacrilege or whatever they call it. Goodness gracious, yes, no. <laughs> I, I don't am, think it's first time that Ananda. Ananda is how I've always said it. I did with Calvary, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's the first time it's been on the show. It's solid beer. I'll give it a four. Yeah. What do you think about um, yes, the, the Voodoo Juice Ranger? Force? There's a reason they call it Juice Force. Oh, it's it's a... Uh, now, that kind of beer it's, is very refreshing on a hot day after this work. is This is an Imperial IPA, which means 9.5%. I was going to say this is a good, like, sitting by the pool sipping beer. Yeah. But no. You yeah, buy three of those, if, you'd be if you, good. You get trashed. That's, that'd be it. You had to give me some PBR after that. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. It's like if I'm going, if Start I'm going, if I'm going IPAs. there to play, it's gonna be PBR because I don't want to get heavy on the IPA game. Then have to play a little. What's the alcohol content of PBR? Don't give me line. I'm gonna say like. Let me pull up. Uh, what is that like? What's three point nine or four point two or some crap like that? Whatever. What I mean, what 4. is a regular 2. beer? Regular beer. What is a regular beer? Because for me, a regular beer is different than a regular beer for you. It's fancy. PBR is 4.8%. Yeah, it'll get you. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to drink, like, what, 17 tall boys before you got a good buzz? That's fair. You drink half a six-pack of Voodoo Ranger, and you're good. Rest of the evening. Teach their own. You just had to pee a lot more than we do. (laughs) Very well. And also, shout out to Handbagby, drinking PBRs with my dumbass friends. <laughs> off his latest record. Yes. Uh, all love filler. Gosh, I love Handbagby. <laughs> he's, uh, he's recently been on the show. Uh, if you missed that episode, he's been on the show twice now. But uh, we did an episode specifically uh, talking about the all filler record. Yeah, we were supposed to do that last time you were here. Mm. I had company come over, and so things didn't didn't work out as planned um, to do the show. But uh, but you got a chance now. Let's talk about this. Things coming to the Arts Council. You got a chance to bring some people on to Porch Talk mm. because you're in with me, mm. and I'm one of the directors. Adam Hood is coming back. Oh, is he? October 21st. Is that real? Yes. So we got. I got a. I don't I got, see why. I got a pretty good friend of mine coming in on August fourth too. Yes, I wouldn't mind splitting a little interview. You with know that. what that one's all about, and that's your boy, that is, A Partridge. That is my boy. And then hopefully we'll sign the contract um, tomorrow uh, for Webb Wilder, who originally is from oh, Hattiesburg, wow. um, lives in Nashville now, has for years, but. Uh, Back when I was kind of growing up here and started radio at WMEW here in Columbus, Mississippi, um, Webb Wilder was huge in the early 90s. When his record Doodad came out and the song Tough It Out, shit, I played that song probably 100 times on my show. So I'm looking very forward. We're having him acoustic because that's what we can afford. <laughs> we can't afford the whole band. Yeah. But, um, and we got some other things in the works, too. Um, Really looking forward to, and I'm, I'm having some trouble, but we're going to get there. Um, reaching out to Eddie Ninevolt, have him come play the Columbus Arts Council. Nice, that'd be a great blue show, as it should be. Yes, uh, that would be that would be great for the Columbus Arts Council. Have you been seeing everything Eddie's been? The dude's been all over the place, man. He has, and not to mention Joe Bonamassa said that he was probably his favorite guitarist yep. right now. Yep. That's that's large when Joe Bob and, and, and one of our better interviews together. We had a great time with those guys. Yes, they were they were phenomenal. Yeah, we caught them at Druid City Brewing. Shout out. Yes, um, yeah, we got to know. I got to know Eddie back when under his real name um, when he and his brother were in a band called Preacher Van together, and they're still around, still making music. That's real. But yeah. they don't they don't sound then they put on a great blue show. But when you listen to them on record, it doesn't sound like blues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the blues really comes out when he plays live. It's a guy's a phenomenal guitar player. It really is. It really is. Uh, 
Brooks. I yes, don't know if he. Brooks. I don't know if he wants that out on the. Yeah, well. Airways, <laughs> well, if you look at Preacher Van's albums, yeah, that's what it comes up. Brooks is his name. So, yeah, and just I, I love the like the production of that record. They did it in their house, and like when they were p- pitching it to the labels, and they was like. What what record label? What studio was you when you cut this? Huh? We were you talking were, about Eddie Nine Volt? Yeah, we yeah. were we were in a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What did he call it? Uh, he called it Little Black like, Fly. No, the um. Oh, he come up with yeah. I, I'd have to re-listen to yeah, our interview. Yeah, we'd have to listen it's, to the it's podcast. It's on there, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, great bunch of dudes though. So if you get a chance, Eddie Nine Volt put out his debut record, their debut record, um, and it is phenomenal. Um, Three AM in Chicago. 3 a.m. in Chicago, Little Black Flies, Little Black Flies and uh, also um, Reaching to Your Heart. Those are probably my three favorite I'll, tracks. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good stuff, though. So hopefully we'll have him at the Columbus Arts Council. Um, it's just getting in touch with his peoples. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's busy right now, so maybe next year. I've got an interview that uh, I'm very excited about having soon. I met her in Bentonia. Uh, she will be uh, in Bentonia with Jimmy uh, doing a lot of uh, woodshedding. Uh, I've, I've been back and forth with her. Uh, her name is Megan. And... Um, just trying to line up that interview, and also uh, the Porch Talk record comes out in August. in August, and so I have the All Girls record. And right when I heard her at the festival, yeah, I was, I can't put out this record unless she's on it. Her first name is Megan. Mm-hmm. Megan May. Okay, you never said her last name, so and uh, something to look very forward to of after. Uh, Saturday night, uh, we were all over at Gilbert's RV. Uh, Groove Johnson was. We were just hanging out, and uh, she came over there, and we ended up uh, trading the guitar back and forth, and like really getting her. We heard her on stage. I was uh, I was going over there to ask Duck something. I don't remember what. I had no intention on stopping and listening, and I had uh, our buddy Diesel with us. He runs sound for us. Yeah. And right when I got in earshot, I said, we're going to the stage. And he said, I thought you were going to talk to Jimmy. And I was like, we're going to the stage. I'm telling you, right, right when I heard her voice, I was like, this is the truth. Yeah. And so she has a record coming out, um, if I'm not mistaken, in August or, no, next year. And I can't wait. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and so hopefully I'll be able to have her on. Uh, Is it like stuff online you can make in May? Uh, you'll be able to find stuff on her social media. I don't know about YouTube. M-E-A-G-A-N-M-A-Y. M-A-Y, okay. And you may be able to find some things on YouTube. She's got a couple of things on her Facebook page. You can check her out, but... And I think you're the same way. Uh, I know Cobb is, is when it comes to uh, vocals or when it comes to a fronted band, Yeah, I'm kind of partial to a female. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And uh, I can be. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be a male yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I think about like, you know, just 
we, we spend a lot of time talking about like the usually do it around Christmas with Indies Only where it's the all girls. Yes. And that is typically one of my favorite Indies Only of the year. Yeah, I did do it last year. Well, yeah. I mean, there was a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I lost track of the weeks. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and Kyle really put me on that because he's a big fan. I am too of the yeah, yeah, yeahs and like uh, just uh, heartless bastards or uh, the list goes on. Yes. Know. Which... I want to give a shout out to Erica Winnerstrom. Okay. She was as sweet as she could be. Um, I had just had my stroke and just come out of the hospital and she and I are friends on Facebook and on Instagram. Well, she has been on tour with, our, I've got a cousin who owns a record label, a record uh, store in Cincinnati, Ohio. Well, her best friend is Erica Winnerstrom. Yeah. So she's out on tour with her right now. So they come through Jackson. Didn't get in touch with me until the day of, mm-hmm. but invited me and my wife to go down and see them open up for Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. I was like, that made me feel so good. There was no way we were going to be able to right. make it at the time. But we it, got it was just a, just a thought. Just a thought and how cool it was that I was going to get to see the Heartless Bastards with, uh, or could have seen the Heartless Bastards with... Um, Jason Isbell. It was that a it was a hit show, show I think on Netflix. It was Friday Night Lights. I don't know if I'm not a big TV watcher. I don't know. Yeah, I know the show. Yeah, but uh, I think it was the closing of maybe season one to where uh, the Heartless Bastards closed out the season to where they were playing at this house show. Yeah, and they happened to be playing. Um, I went back and watched it. It was my favorite song from the record, The Mountain. Uh-huh. Which I think is the name of the. I'm blanking on the name of the song at the moment, but I think it is the mountain. Yeah. Which is a. I love the heartless bastards, uh, and I, I like uh, uh, her personal stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's it's good for driving. If you ain't careful, you'll have your. Uh, you might get a speeding ticket. <laughs> well, at least you ain't falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out to Erica. She's she's always been a sweetheart. She's come on the show twice and. Um, uh, real great human being. Yeah, the my favorite song, and I'm trying to open up. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on all things um, Heartless Bastards. And, of course, something went wrong. Try again. Um, Only for You. It's yeah. a phenomenal yeah, 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 song. Yeah. That's probably their most from popular the Arrow, song. From the Arrow yeah. record. And it was the strangest thing. And I, I, this is no... Um, not... I don't know. I don't know how to explain this away, but I always thought listening to that song, I always thought that was a man singing that song. <laughs> so when I was standing at Sunstroke House in Columbus, Mississippi, and Erica <coughs> Winnerstrom was there, and it was like Erica Winnerstrom of Heartless Bastards, I thought she was just in the band. I'll admit my own ignorance. She started singing only for you, and I was like, "Holy." Shit. <laughs> it, was, it was the most unreal, surreal feeling I've ever had in my life. Almost, I mean, it embarrassed me because I'm supposed to be smarter than that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, I've been in radio for 34 years. I'm supposed to be. But she started singing and I was like, holy shit. That's, that's it. That's her. She's the vocalist. It's not. And at that point, I would say that I probably have only heard that song and maybe two or three others off that record and that was it so i really didn't know my 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 heartless bastards or my erica winnerstrom 
You know, I wasn't either. Uh, it's one of the few Sunstroke shows that Cobb has come to. He came to the uh, Erica Winterstrom show because he was a huge fan. Did of the he come Heartless to the Bastards. one on the front porch? The first one. Oh, the first one was inside. Yeah, I, he may have made it to the. Uh, I don't know. I've hung out with him on the front porch. That's all I remember. Yeah. So, pony or somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he came for the pony show. He's been twice. Okay. Oh, uh, it was. Yeah, you know, I guess that's uh, it's just a different thing for a lot of people. Of uh, it just wasn't his wasn't his scene. He really liked the music, but it just wasn't the way that he wanted to ingest it. And I I will never in a hundred years understand that. Sure, but uh, yeah. Who don't like wouldn't like to see somebody play a damn living room? Yeah, <laughs> intimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah as intimately as you could possibly get with forty of your best friends. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, I have something funny, and I thought this forever. Uh, the band that stole the Billy Corgan chord, the Silver Sun pickups. Yes. You, you familiar? Yes. For the longest time, I thought that was a girl from that band. Yeah. Because you remember the song, I've been waiting, been waiting. Is that Lazy Eye? Lazy Eye, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah their most popular song. Yeah. It's got Billy Corgan chords in that, Smashing Pumpkin chords. And uh, for the longest time, I was like, that's a chick. No, it's not. <laughs> so I, I've been fooled too, like, man. I don't. I don't know what I, I. I really never thought about it. Did I think it was the chick too? Holy moly! No, I don't. <laughs> it happens. Boy, it does. It does. But I hate that that Eric is so sweet, and I'm friends with her, and I've never told her that story. Now, what's she listening to? I don't she's here. <laughs> Somebody's gonna. Turn her on to it. My cousin's listening. <laughs> She's gonna do it. I hear I can check this out. <laughs> Shane thought you was a dude. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's good to laugh, man. I do this. It's just good to be with you. Uh, you know, my laugh has changed since the stroke. Yes, it has. It's definitely changed. It's weird. I hope it goes back to normal. But I kind of like the new. Oh. <laughs> I heard a little bit of your old one, just but I, but I can't, but I can't, I can't laugh for long because I give out a breath easily. Okay, I don't know where that comes from. Um, maybe it's my my paralysis or whatever. But yeah, my laugh has totally changed, and I kind of like it. I kind of feel like it's it's because I, I think my, my old laugh was annoying. <laughs> so well, that you just did your old laugh then with the kind of the the <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. It just it comes and goes. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I don't know. I'm testing. Yeah, is, he, is he fake laughing or is he really laughing? No, I'm really laughing. <laughs> I'm really laughing. Yeah, dude, uh, brother. It's just good to be uh, sitting down and um, this is you know one of the the favorite shows within the show of people. Yeah. And it's um, I don't know. Uh, well, I love. I, I don't. I don't like letting it linger this long. Yeah. But uh, then again, it's almost like a heyday when we do get together. Yeah. Well, you were wanting me to wait till next week. Yeah. Called me, called me night before last at like 9.30. I think you'd already been in the, in the juice. Got a little bit in the sauce. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit up in there in the Juicy Forest, Juice Forest IPAs. Um, he calls me and he's like, yeah, Thursday night, you want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, I don't see why not. I don't think I have plans. So I reach out to him today and I'm telling him, we still on for tonight. And he goes, oh, I meant la- next Thursday night. <laughs> okay, so same night. 
I called uh, my buddy Ryan Meadow uh, from yeah. Athens to get him back on the show. He's got a uh, he had just signed a record deal and he's been dropping singles, getting ready for that uh, record to come out. And uh, I had talked to him that same night, but I had told him Wednesday instead of Thursday, right? Yeah. And he hits me up like midday Wednesday, and I was like, uh, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what kind of game I was talking last night, but we're going to have to back that thing up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just, I'm not ready. Uh, but I've, I've had him on the show before, and I've been following him long enough to, like, he's been on the show before, but I wanted to make sure I could do my best, so I wanted to do a little bit of digging. Yeah. Well, uh, I, you know. Well, I think with us, it's just. We're good. We're good friends. Yeah, and I think it's just a natural thing. And I mean, how we much? Could, how much did we talk about this? Nothing. We did not at all. <laughs> we never once said what we're we going to talk about tonight. Well, I did right at the beginning, right before we opened the mic. You were like, "I oh, whatever," <laughs> and that's what we're good at doing. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm. I guess this is my radio background, but I'm good at BSing. You know. I mean, and I am too, in, yeah. in an extent. But like, if I'm interviewing a musician, I, I, you know, even if they're a friend of mine, I don't want to just sit there and like BS. Even though it's not BS, sure. But I, I want to give a good interview to what, like. Let's make sure to get all the plugs. Let's talk about the well, behind the scenes. That, that's different than doing yeah. it with Monk and yeah. doing Untapped and Vinyl yeah. because we just play off of each other. Mm-hmm. It's like you can tell when I'm winding down, when I'm done with a thought, and then you come up with another question or you continue the thought, you mm-hmm. know. So we're good at that together. So neon lights cry and fill the silence of the night. The false lease of a last Come to seek their thrills In the Holy Ghost roams These dripping streets alone But he can't find a single heart to steal It's just another smiling face In a phony handshake as them posers fill the art district streets So I just smile back Ashamed of the whole act That's the price I pay For being part of the scene From a designer in New York That in an act of rebellion You bought off Amazon And you covered your jacket With reproduction band patches That you never listened to Even when you were young But I could love enough for the both of us But it's getting harder For me to count the cost Because with every dirty dollar Man, I'm beginning to wonder If there's any purity Left in my great heart 
may have played his fiddle But Rome rotted from the middle And folks have a way of weaving myths into tales We know our story all so well It was heroin and shotgun shells To my generations are died with Chris Cornell Maybe it's the influences of my youth That gave me this jagged truth Maybe it's my punk rock ideals But this old hippie jam It's a beach town trinket scam And like Dylan, man, I'm stuck in Mobile hard to be an artist in this town so I'll cursed here to try I'll close my eyes and I'll sing to God cause I knew you wouldn't listen anyhow oh yes I And then I also like, and I, I hope the first one, the revamp, is on August 4th. We'll get a little co-interviewing going when we get Abe in the house. And that's going to be so awesome. Ain't that going to be fun? I'm looking so forward to seeing him live. I don't know if I've looked as forward to seeing a live show. It's going to change your life. I think, I think like there, it comes along maybe once or twice a year where I just look so forward. Like two years ago, I looked so forward to seeing early James. Mm-hmm. And it was everything that I ever wanted it, it to and be. And more. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was him and Ford. Yep. yep. And it was phenomenal. And so, I mean, did you see... Uh, Abe, you Abe, Abe recently came to Birmingham at uh, Dave's Pub and played. And early came out. And so really? they, got, they got up and did a set together. Really? And I wasn't there, but I saw the pictures. And I was like, wow. I am green with envy right now. Yes, you know? man. That would be awesome. Oh, yes, it was. This is like, sure. you know, this is what happens when worlds collide, you know? Mm-hmm. And something Shit. else is like, uh, so a great friend of mine, uh, shout out to the Red Clay Strays, Drew Nix, yeah. his wife, Lorianne Armour, now Nix, is uh, she opened up for Early James at Callahan's in Mobile. Well... Someone I've been intending on having in the show for over two years now played bass for Early James that night instead of Adrian, Ryan Saab. Uh-huh. And then after it was all said and done, Ryan Saab got up and do a, did a set. And I was looking at some of the posts from the show, and it was like, Early James's bassist did a set. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not his bassist. Yeah. I was like, that's his friend. Adrian's and, definitely his bassist. And, and they are both... Very great songwriters. If if you want to get put on Ryan Saab, I highly recommend you look up Ryan Saab in the Dead Mall. Is that it's a six it's a six song EP. 
Is that S A A B? S O B B. Sob. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will a, definitely check that out. He's a, he's a great songwriter. I highly recommend him. And so it's crazy, and I don't want to get too much into that because, like, it, it's, it's not anything, but um, the, I, I guess they, they're about the same age, and they were both in Birmingham. And Ryan took off to Nashville to make it. Yeah. And James got found by staying in Birmingham. That was the story he told that night at my apartment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he felt bad about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, okay. But, I mean, Ryan Saab so That's is, who it was, yeah. Yeah, but Ryan Saab is an, is an incredible musician. And so, I mean, even like with some of the, some of the guys that, that run around with uh, James in Birmingham, I mean, I think about um, Zach Austin. Uh, I think that he would be great at the Sunstroke House or at the Art Council. Uh, if you were to book the uh, the stepdads, or even Zach Austin in his own right, uh, and I mean, I, I feel this kind of same way, but I'm not even on the same level as these guys. Sometimes it's like sometimes I just want to hang up the towel and just go get me a real job and just put my guitar up. And I was like, guys, you're you're really good at what you do. Yeah. Just hang in there. Yeah. Hang in there. You know. There's, there's no telling how many people actually say that and probably do it that are phenomenal musicians yeah. and don't need to be doing it. And they're just, and the, yeah. This is that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, have you thought that? No. Yeah, well, good. No, I mean, it's... Then, you, then you're here to be, to be a voice for those who, who get tired of the shit. I mean, because I'm sure that, like, touring relentlessly, not really ever getting anywhere, making just the pennies or whatever at gigs, I'm sure that gets annoying and tiring, and, you know, you're missing your family, you're away from them. I mean, because, I like, I think about, and granted, he is one of my favorite musicians, but I think about Taylor Hollingsworth. He's got a family at the house, but he's playing gigs every night. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not the next big thing. He's not, you know what I mean? I don't think he wants to be. I, then that's, and, and that's I, and awesome. I, and I don't think he, he has to be. He is, uh, you know, he's, he's had his, if, if you want to call it this. He's, he's had his he, 15 minutes he, of fame. He's, he's had his, you know, his day in the sun or whatever you want to call it, right? Because he's, he's, he's opened up for, you know, Rage Against the Machine and with the Mystic Ballet Band and like... Phoebe Bridgers and... There, yeah. there, there's been a lot of successes, right? But, you know, he is uh, uh, providing for his family. Yep. By staying in Birmingham, playing those shows, being a dad to Ava, being a husband, and... The bills are paid. And on top of that, he's begun to do his own art, and it's just another avenue of income. I'm, I'm damn proud of Taylor. And oh, like, I'm damn you know, proud of I never said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not... But, like, like some people, it's like, it depends on what you define as making it, right? Yeah, sure. Most definitely. Most like definitely. We, we all think it's, you know, it's the marquee and touring, like, we're the drive-by truckers and, like, working endlessly. But for other people, it might be... You know, playing the Marty's 12 to 4, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, like for me, I think the pinnacle 
and it was it was me being making it. It was never me wanting to go work for Sirius XM or or go work in in New York or Los Angeles. I was perfectly happy in Tuscaloosa being monk on the radio with a beer named after me. I was I was Tuscaloosa famous in your mind. You made it. I was I I'd made it. So I totally get it. I totally get it. But I don't know. My brain goes back there. Oh, it's, you know it's it's a, because because Taylor is so talented. Absolutely. I mean, I would I would love I mean, I, to. I listen to him every single day. You know, ever since that day I saw him for the first time at the Sunstroke House, not a day goes by that I don't listen to at least one Was that Taylor. the first time you had? It was, I'd never heard that name. As a matter of fact, I listen to Brad Armstrong every day, too. Yeah. I mean, both of those are killer musicians. Killer musicians. Man. And I, I'm, I'm so glad that, like, through all of this that we became friends and, you know, like... I can shoot them a text every now and then, or like you know, they might send me a track for the show or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, you know, that's yeah. one of the coolest. The coolest things is um, is waking up one morning and a text come through from Taylor Hollingsworth because <laughs> I know that typically it's going to be a song. Yeah. And it's going to be like, okay, that's going in Indies only next Saturday. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, yep. or this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I love it, man. And to think about, let's talk for a minute, since we've already hit on it a little bit, Sunstroke House. Yeah. The great shows that we've seen there. Oh, my God, dude. This is, all right, now this is, now let me tell you about this house. There's really capacities probably pushing it at 50. Mm -hmm. So Jamie Nettles, she opens her house up. Um, Not only that, cooks for you. Yes, one room in her house, she opens up, puts a... Puts together like a little sound system and has the musicians set up either there or on the porch. Um, she cooks dinner. I mean, full on dinner with dessert and everything. Sides, no. And it is a fine meal every time. For $20. For $20. It's all she charges. And then she gives the $20 and she makes it the door to, to the, the musicians. So, so. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Far. Now, I've saw my, the Jameson and Brantley and Jameson played there one night. That was one of the first shows, and I was the one that booked it. Phenomenal. Oh, I bet it was. You missed that show, but that was a good one. About, we, we've seen, we were unaware of each other at the we've time. We've seen Erica Winterstrom of Hopeless Bastards Lee, there. Oh, no, not Sarah Lee. But um, I'm thinking about Sarah it. Shook and uh, Disarmer Trin- played there. Uh, Trinity Lane. Um, uh, Lily Hyatt. Lily Hyatt played there. Uh, think about JPKS and Spencer Thomas. Yep. Pony Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sean James. 
Yeah, that was a phenomenal show. I couldn't get in for that one. I sat on a front porch right outside the window and listened <laughs> to it because I, there were so many people there. Oh, how about this? Uh, I don't, Chris Perica and uh, yes, Maya DeVitri. Is that real? Yep. How about Soren Bryce? Two times. Two times. That was my first Sunstroke Cow show. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was my first musician interview. I love Soren. She is a phenomenal. She person. recently played a huge festival over in the UK. I don't know if you've been following her. Yes, she's been. She was singing backup. Yeah. Yes. For shit, Shout if I remember who it is. Yeah, Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't familiar with the band, yeah, but she she lives in England deal. now. Yeah. So yeah. she's um, she's all about that life. But she just put out a great record <laughs> with her band Tummy Ache. So yeah. check that out if you get a chance. But I mean, the Sunstroke House. Oh, what about that Atlanta? Um, she played uh, Faye Webster. Faye Webster was phenomenal. Dude, I, I, we could just go down the line. Yeah. We have caught a lot of great yes, shows together have. in that house. Yes. And the crazy thing What is, about Sylvia Rose Novak? Uh, yes. You know, we caught her right before Erica Winterstrom, and the way that um, I want to say maybe it was Jamie pitched it was uh, she is – a little rough around the edges when it comes to songwriting if you were to compare her to Erica, but she's a diamond in the rough. Yeah. And did you listen to her uh Jimmy Eat World cover? I did Dizzy? not. I did not. Her latest stuff or is good. Or maybe I heard it and just don't remember. I, I think it. it I think it should definitely go on Indies only. I th- it's definitely worth well, looking if at. If you send it to me, I'd be more than happy to. I'll reach out to her now. Yeah, yeah, because we and, follow each other on the socials, but I don't know how much people communicate through yeah. that. Um, somebody else just passed my mind that it's come there and played there. We've done a lot of great interviews from there, but yeah. anyway, so keep keep Sunstroke Music House um, in and mind. I haven't been to like the past three. I uh, know you didn't go to Carver Commodore. In my, I, I opinion, didn't even. I wasn't even aware of that. In my opinion, that was the best show. Because like I'm a fan of Carver Commodore. If I'd yes. have known that was a thing, yep. I would have been there. Yep. Well, see, just like I'm telling people to do right now. Need to follow them on the socials. <laughs> but like then again, like I am on the road a lot now. Yes, you are. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, musician, musician, and it, it is what it is. And uh, Keith Richards don't catch, mm-hmm. you know, Roger Daltrey every day. I ain't no Keith Richards. <laughs> you know Roger Daltrey either. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> Nor do I want to be. <laughs> no, no, they're old. Yeah. I'll get there one day if I'm lucky. <laughs> if I'm lucky. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I hope I'll make it there. I wanted to ask you this. Okay. Is if there was one band or singer-songwriter you haven't seen yet that's still alive, who would it be? Who would you go see right now? Like if you, you and I were to load up right now, who would you go see? Tom Waits. No shit. No shit. You answered that quick. I've never, I've never, well, Leonard Cohen is gone. That would have been the first one on my list, followed by Tom Waits. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty satisfied. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I would have to work on that. Like, I have, like, over the past five years, it's like, put a lot of work in. And, like, I've, I've went to a lot of shows that I really wanted to see. Yeah. And so... A lot of people have passed. Like, I really wanted to catch a John Prine show, and, like, that happened yeah. two, three years ago now. He's gone, and uh, Tom Waits, that's a good one. 
I would definitely want to be by your side. (laughs) That's a good one. Yes, yes. Um, Like, speaking of bucket list shows, I had one. Actually, I killed two birds on my bucket list. One year, I don't remember the year. Um, It was right before her stroke. So, it was probably 2018 or 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, Loretta Lynn did two shows at the Ryman. Oh, um, that's one of my favorite. Her venues. birthday was the first day. Her, her the day after her birthday was the second day of the show. I went to the second show, and if you've never been to a show, and I'd never, I'd been to the Ryman before, mm-hmm. but I'd never been to a show there. Have you ever been to a show there? Yes. Okay. If you sit on the floor, if it, if your ticket says obstructed view. That means you're going to have a pole directly in front of you. So I was leaning the whole time to watch her. Um, it was the coolest thing because Loretta, like that was two of my bucket list items to see a show at the Ryman and to see Loretta Lynn, um, who I've always, I've always loved Loretta Lynn. Mm-hmm. Got a chance to see the show, but even cooler, Margot Price came out and did a couple nice. songs. She did like one or two of her own songs and then did one of Loretta's songs with her. Mm. But then um, Loretta's cousin, Crystal Gale, came out and did Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was like, it was like, it was like shit. I mean, I'm getting all these like, um, these, uh, these, these, these bucket moments happening right now because yeah, I'm seeing all at once. Crystal fucking Gale, dude. Yeah. Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue. Damn. That was awesome. So just to go back to that in the Shelby County weekend for a minute. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, so Friday night when I got down there is when uh, Bo and we went to Daniel's house. Yeah. And so quite a few of the musicians started rolling in. And that night, uh, a, a little bit of it was caught on my mic. It's already out if you want to hear it. But um, we had these special um, moments to where uh, we're all guitar players, right? Yeah. And we're all sitting in a circle, and like we're playing on each other's songs, and it's like it's not to that level of fame, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. it doesn't mean anything to anybody but us, but it's like, sure. dude, my buddy Bo is playing on my song Georgia, you know? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Oh, I could definitely yeah. see how that'd be cool. I mean, that's the reason they still have the songwriter rounds, yeah. in Nashville, man. How many kids get up there? And play their song, and then their heroes playing guitar next to them, or somebody they really <laughs> yeah. admire, look up to. Man, I, I totally get that. Yeah, it's, That's it's, awesome. It's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I wish, I wish in in instances like that, in stories like that, I wish that I was a musician. I wish that I could play guitar with you, mm-hmm. and we could sit around a freaking circle of guitar players and have them just jam on our stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, get your shit together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think at this point, man. At, you know, almost fifty years old. I don't think I'm gonna. We can teach a new. Start... We can teach a new old dog a new trick. Well, I need to. I need to brush up on the bass, man, because that's my that's my jam. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I don't mind the bass. I don't mind slapping that thing. There you go. And uh, you getting good at slapping. I've got. I'm not much of a slapper. I will when the time is right. You know, but... flee. Nor do I want to be. Let, <laughs> let flea be flea. Yeah. But uh, off that latest record, I have been listening to it a whole lot. And so, like, I, I will do those slides that, boom, 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 you know. Yeah. I will do that kind of thing. 
And um, like with some of the, you know, we cover a couple of John Prine songs, and um, which were covered by the Grateful Dead. Um, and then we'll do a lot of um, a lot of songs that I grew up on, and I know those bass lines, but I play those songs the way that I thought the bass could have been. Yeah, should have been. Yeah, and that's fun. Yeah, or maybe it's shit. <laughs> but <laughs> sounds good to you, man. You're on all the ass in the world. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. don't. Yeah, don't nobody in the band get on my ass. And as long as everyone out there on the dance floor is shaking their ass, I don't go. care. There you go. Because if the ass is shaking, I'm doing my job. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> man, I, I miss like this new thing you've got going. It's just it's good to see how your face lights up with it. Like, it was really cool. Like, I tell you, where, where you and I became, or where I became like an admirer of, of Alan, was, was there was a point in our podcasting and in your podcasting mm-hmm. where you became a host. Because at first, it was kind of like I was running the show a little bit in the beginning, you know what I mean? I was a little green behind yeah, the and ears. Then, and then you just all of a sudden, one day, come and, and you had your game on, you know? And then... And then, like, we did the blues, the very first blues segment that we ever did. That the whole show blues. One of our best episodes. And you were kind of green and kind of like, yeah, 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 that's cool. And then all of a sudden, you're interviewing all these big dudes and you're hanging out with them and you got their cell phone numbers. And it's really cool to see you, <laughs> man. Like, I'm happy for yeah. where you're at right now, man. I'm, yeah, I man. really am. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it does my heart good to see it. Uh, Man, I'm I'm so thankful for this podcast. And then my friend Blake Dillard, he told me about Colin Crager. Yeah. Who was doing good for business for Columbus on social media. Yeah. I asked Colin Crager to come on the show. I interviewed Colin. Probably one of my worst interviews of all time. <laughs> one of my first ones of all time. Yeah. And he saw my passion in music. Passion. He directed me to Jamie. I interviewed Jamie, and then, boom! The world here we up. here we are. Next was Monk. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then started meeting these musicians, and it's it's so this this whole podcast is worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Do you think that you would be in this band if not for the podcast? Absolutely not. Yeah. Like I I recently re-interviewed Philip because you know how that worked. How's that? Is uh, someone, I, I was in a Facebook group yeah, of Mississippi musicians or something, and I saw Philip Savile or someone sent a Philip Savile video to me because they knew I liked the blues or some crap like that, right? Yeah. And I saw it, and I'm like, oh, he's good. And so I just wrote him a Facebook message. I was like, hey, my name's Alan, and I have this podcast called Porch Talk, and uh, the way I do things, if if you're cool, I'll drive to your house, and I'll interview you on your porch or in your living room or in your bedroom. I'll come to you, whatever. We can meet at the gas station. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, man, whatever. Come on. Sent me the address to his house, and I drove out there to Philadelphia, Mississippi. We sat on his porch. We'd done that interview, and because of that, uh, I met Jimmy Duck Holmes. I was invited out to the Blue Front Cafe. Yep. 
I'm in Groot Johnson. Where you've been numerous times now. I'm in Cosmic Gravy. Like Philip and Philip Sable is just like you. Uh, because of this podcast, Philip Sable is one of my best friends. Because of that, Shane Kinder is one of my best friends. And I never would have knew who you were if I didn't pursue this. Yeah. Ain't that just nuts? Yeah, because didn't, didn't my name come up with Jamie? Mm-hmm. That we should hang out and we should mm-hmm. meet. And then we hung out that first show I went to yep. at Swords. We met at Sunstroke House. I remember in that back area where the, the lockers are. Mm-hmm. We met right there in the hallway, yep. like right between the kitchen and the... Yep. 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 I still remember that. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. it, and like, uh, it was kind of a touch and go at first. It's like, yeah, we're going to do it. No, we're not going to do it. I'm wanting to do my own podcast. Let's just go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was really wanting to do my own podcast. You need a beer? And then, yes, I do. And then when you came along wanting to do a podcast, I was like, well, hell, I don't need to do a podcast. I, I got a radio show. Yeah. So I just listened to your podcast. Um, and, man, it's been, it's been, it's meant the world to me. Um, just like the phone. Oh, no. But just like the phone calls when I had my stroke. Um, there was one phone call you made. I ain't going to put you on the spot. But, man, like, I broke down in tears after it was over with. Because I was like, everything that I thought that our relationship was, it was. After that conversation, after my stroke. Like, it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, this is going to be a horrible beer. You think so? <laughs> yes. Not looking forward to it. 4.7%. Yeah. It's brewed and canned by the good folks at Was Acre. I've never been a fan Banana of the Hefeweizen. Oh, my God. We're about to give a horrible review. <laughs> like, And I love Wiseacre. They're a great brewing company, but they're out of Memphis. <laughs> but they do a 12-pack sampler, and one of the beers is – they don't tell you what it is. It's like the the season seasonal special. Oh, gosh. But, yeah. Before Let's we get it. going on this, it's like, yeah, I mean, like – you know, guys I grew up with or, like, my boys is, like, they'll tell you is, like, when I call you, whether it's I'm in the sauce yeah. or if I shoot you a text, I'm not just texting or calling you to bullshit. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm after something, whether it be just to check in or whatever. Not a fan, huh? Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. But you drink PBR, so you may like. I'd rather have a PBR. <laughs> God, Dude, that's that's pretty horrible. Um, like I don't even want to call the beer out. We're gonna. I don't get, even want to call the beer out. We're gonna get through it. <laughs> we're gonna drink it because ain't no le- no alcohol left behind. Hmm. This is for the boys. Yes, it's a German style Hefeweizen. Which is my one of my least favorite ty- styles of beer. It's my first time ever having this style, and uh, it's probably going to be the last. <laughs> but you definitely taste the banana. I'm not a banana fan. I love bananas, but ooh. but why is there on the can? There's a green banana and a yellow banana. Did they use green bananas in this? Hopefully not. Those are the worst. 
You know, why is the green banana looking cooler than the or the yellow one? <laughs> the yellow one's kind of dorky looking. All right, got to take a picture of it, post it on. Hey. You can read my review <laughs> at Untapped. Sorry, Wiseacre. Yeah. Um, not that uh, all the rest of their beers aren't phenomenal, because they are. Tiny Bomb to me. Tiny Bomb's a good one. Everybody loves. That's a great. Tiny Bomb. That's a great warm up. It's not my style, but it is a good beer. It's a good warm up. Very good. It's a good pool beer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Woo. Well, I got a. Uh, Why'd you grab this one out of that? We got 16 different types of beer in the fridge. I just you grabbed the one with the banana. The bananas, <laughs> the bananas drew me in. It, it was that cool you, green it? banana. It spoke to me. Oh, my And goodness. now it's, it's definitely speaking to me. It's like I never want to speak to you again. Yes. Uh, well. Okay. I don't want to give a complete crap review. I'll give it a two. I'll give it a one. Hey, hey, at least I gave it something, right? It could, it could I didn't give it a nothing. I could have gave it no stars. Speaking of uh, stars and things, whether you listen on Spotify or Apple or Google, if you would take the time to rate and review the show, uh, click that five-star button, and if you're feeling real froggy, uh, write a short review, even if it's just a thumb up. That would help me a whole lot. It just helps with being found in the algorithm. We're doing really well right now. Uh, we have people like Manscaped and other brands looking to sponsor. We're just trying to get our numbers up just a little bit more. And so that'll really help us take it to the next level. Right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manscaped has uh, sent me three emails. Uh, they really like what we do. Uh, our numbers just aren't – they're just shy of where they should be. Yeah. They like having uh, three or four. I don't know, three or 500 uh, episode, and we are just like, just under the cusp. Where are we at? Well, it, that's another thing. It's, it's an average, because like some episodes don't fly, and then some sell. Oh, know? so it's talking about having so many people listen mm-hmm. to the episodes. Yeah. Not that you're at 500 episodes. No, 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 no. It's not, no, because okay. like, you know, some episodes would be like, a ridiculous amount of people would be like yeah. 1,500 downloads or whatever. But, I mean, if you look, like, at Untapped and Vinyl, like, the first one now, it's it's got, like, 10,000 downloads because it's yeah. been out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just on a weekly level, they want to see, I think it's uh, 500 downloads per episode, like, whether you do weekly, bi-weekly, or whatever it looks like. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I, I, I know that... A little inebriated, and I'd have to look at the email. But I, I just remember, like, we were just, and that was the way the email was worded. You're just short of the cusp. Yeah, I like, I have people reach out to me on Instagram all the time, wanting me to partner with them and do, but I don't know, like, how much, like, if it's for real. I so I just have to I, I get that. It. I get that shit, too, and I'm like, you're full of shit. Yeah, because I don't know if they're for real or not. Yeah. So I don't ever... I don't, and but it's never anything like I'm really like like the bespoke box. I would love to receive that. I would love to do testimonials. Yeah, for you yeah. Guys. My main thing is like I'm totally down for like Manscaped because I think that's a good sure, thing. Sure, like yeah, I, yeah, I personally yeah. own the Bushwhacker and like that yeah. light. 
not to get too personal, but like I'm like I didn't know my taint was in Braille. I, I didn't I didn't know I had all those bumps down there, and it's like you know it's like it's different than what you use on your face and what you use on your yeah, your privates sure, sure, and all that. And also it's like another brand that I'm I've been writing to want to uh, uh, sponsor is uh, Native. They make deodorant. Yeah. Uh, did you post that the other night? I did. And I've been talking to them, and hopefully I'll have that worked out soon, and I'll have a discount code uh, for all of us and wow. and yeah. listeners, uh, because of it's it's linked that like you know I used to use Degree, um, yeah. and Old Spice and all those brands. There is aluminum in that deodorant that is linked to Alzheimer's and dementia, and so. Not saying that's a cause, but it certainly aids it. And yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if we could get our guys away from it, I would love for our listeners and my friends to have that discount to where they're not paying sure. full price. To where I, I don't, I, want, to, I don't wish that on anybody. You know, like I have to look at my deodorant, and I'm not going to name it because they don't have sponsoring shit. But I have to look at my deodorant, which claims to be all natural, um, very organic. Mm-hmm. I have to look and see if it like has. If it's got aluminum or parabens, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's probably. Damn it! All right, so I use Tom's. I'm not familiar with the brand. We'd have to look at the package. You don't know about Tom's? The shoe brand? No. No. No Tom's of of Boston or whatever. Ah, okay. Anyways, (laughs) we'll get into that because I use their toothpaste too. That or or um. Well, that's another thing. It's like I mean, there there's so many things. It, it, this this whole thing, and I don't I don't want to get off into this. Now I'm doing like a whole lot of conspiratorial things, but it's like there's fluoride in the water. Yeah, all this crap is like there 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 are so many things that that are just passed over. We just don't care. Or we just it is what it is because we can't afford it. It's like these are reasons for the health that we're in you know it's like the, these things that we ingest it's like uh i'm not big on fast food i'll eat fast food but i'm not big on it i try to avoid it at all costs you know um like I, i'm a heavier set guy i would argue it's probably because i drink craft beer but uh and don't exercise enough but uh I, I just want people to be mindful and be thinking about what they do yeah the, the problem is that I think a lot of times, and this has been the case for me, when it's better for you or... or it's they, more expensive. Yeah, it's more expensive, and I can't afford that. Yeah. So I'm having to go... Because I've always been kind of a middle-of-the-road guy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when I was a big runner, I never had the shittiest stuff out there, but I never had the best stuff. I kind of always had the middle, the in-between. It's kind of like the way I am with radio. I'm I'm not the worst you've ever heard, but I'm not the best you've ever heard either. You know, I'm kind of in between. It's my entire life. I've been like mediocre. And that's the kind of products I buy is the middle of the line. But I try to go more all natural, organic, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, who the hell tells you what organic is these days? It's a sticker that they can put on anything they want to. That's another thing about it, you yeah. know. And it's, uh, you know, one of my favorite comedians is like... Uh, and I'm not I'm not taking stabs, but I do find it funny. It's like, what are you so sad for? You're not a vegan. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, I know a lot of vegans, and like, I mean, some of that rings true, but at the same time, it's like uh, that's that's stereotyping. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, I would say, don't ever watch the movie Forks Over Knives. Forks over knives. Forks over knives. I had to watch that movie. I mean, you were talking about things that we put in our bodies. Yeah, I watched that movie, and I became a vegetarian for three months. Straight up. I don't think I'd ever do it regardless, dude. It's just I just I mean, I went back to the way I was eating. And since my stroke, it's I, kind of been if I could afford it, I would do like just all meat. All red meat. That would be all I'd ingest. I, yeah. I would eat steaks for <laughs> breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could afford it. Well, I don't know. But that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Let's talk about music again. Yeah, back on it. All the social issues. We kind of got like off into the no man's land. That's what happens when you drink some freaking second banana shitty beer. It's actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and I'll tell you. And don't say this again. Don't let nobody It actually know. grew on me. I think I'm going to give it two and a half. I'm going to give it two and a half as well. It's growing it on me. It grew on me as well. So props to Wazek for second so banana. I think it's because I was drinking so many good beers before it. But if I drank, but if I if we drank this before the very first beer we had, it might not be the best. I think it's it's kicking in and it's feeling all right because we've already had four beers prior, or three beers prior. I wonder what would have happened if we'd have kicked it off with that. Yep. Probably. Next time, maybe. Yeah, I don't think you'll have any issue with saving them. Cause it's not something the only one left though. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it ain't something you just go. Oh, I can't wait to get to this one. <laughs> oh no! You just hide that in the back of the fridge. It'll Ooh, probably go yeah. out of date before you touch it. Yeah. Screw those bananas. Like that'll be the one. Like the 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 night that my wife won't let me go to the liquor store, or we we're done with the beer. <laughs> like a random Monday night, it'd be like, damn it. Okay, That's what's that? What's that? Will, what's that? Will Stewart line? <laughs> <laughs> I go with the bottle of wine or, no, or no, a no, box no, no, of wine. No. A second banana tastes like shit, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna have to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, let's walk it out of the door. I mean, we've already done well. Yeah. Um, we were well for closing out. Is uh, let's let's talk locally, whether it be Birmingham. Or uh, just local in general. Um, who's your most anticipated record? Like with people that are still in the game, I'm really anticipating uh, Chair Taylor Hollingsworth. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's flirting with a new record. Yeah, I'm down with anything Taylor Hollingsworth touches. Yeah. It's just like a, the, the, he's one of those musicians that I put in my book like a Henry Rollins or a, or a, or a Perry Farrell. He could, he could take chopsticks and pound on a suitcase, and I'll probably buy it because it's Taylor Hollingsworth. You know what I mean? Same thing. I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the same. I mean, that's, that's what it's going to be. I'm, I, I mean, I, 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 cr- I, cr- I hate to say it, but I'm a grown man. I crushed on the dude, I think. I love his music that I much. I mean, I think anybody who's listened to the show <laughs> any period of time is like, this is like the Taylor Hollingsworth <laughs> crush show. The love fest. Yeah. Uh, 
We love this guy. Yes. He's got the third chair. Uh, you know, for me, is, uh, you know, Abe just put out his live record. It is, I, we listened to it at the it, Arts Council the other day. Great. Phenomenal. Yes. Front to back. And he does the black flag t-shirt lament. So one thing I'll tell you, and I have it at the house, and, it, <coughs> and it's, it's not out for release because they're waiting to have a release party. And so, like, one thing, I already have it, but... Um, who aren't you speaking? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> because I went to the OG release show that happened to not be a release show. That's why I have it. But uh, I'm looking forward to, for everyone else, the Psych P's, uh that record. Yeah. I had to come out to mass consumption. I have not heard that record yet. You've talked about this record at least 40 times. I heard it, yeah. 41 and a half. Uh, you just, you, and you've not, you've not shared. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to, go, to correct that. And uh, also, I think like, uh, I don't know, I, I, I've been in some like, I don't say weird. Uh, now that I live in Starville, I like going out to uh, the Knoxville County Refuge. It's just right down yep. the road from my apartment. And I'll listen to... Um, I don't know, Young the Giant. You you like them? No, I, I listen to Young the Giant. I listen to uh, oh man, just let me pull up the new record from Camp came out. Camp is good. Uh, the Weeks. Uh, they're they're out of are, Hattiesburg. Are they then? Okay, because someone the other day suggested that I look at getting them at the Columbus Arts Council. Mm, I don't think they would. They're come. a little too rocking. Yeah. I think I've given a lot of good plugs. Let me see what I've been listening to lately, though. Oh, Beck, he's always in there. Um, specifically, the the album Morning Phase. Um, Cage the Elephant. Like this is more mainstream. I'm still a big fan of Make Me a Believer. Believer between Yellow Wolf and Shooter Jennings. Still a big fan of that. Uh, a Partridge's Live in the UK Agony is alright uh, I still prefer Pony Bradshaw's Sudden op- Opera Over his new one Sorry And he hated sorry. Southern uh, the, the Opera Well that's, that's the one with 10x10 And all that Yeah I know, I know. That's a great fucking record I still, don't, always... I, still, I still don't understand why you don't like it Yeah um, for me, I'm looking forward because I've only heard one song off of it. I'm looking forward to, like always, like every time they release anything, the Mountain Goats, when their new record comes out. Good plug, man. I'm looking so forward Good to that. Plug. Um, I don't know about, like, now that the new Carver Commodore is out, now that we know that Taylor Hollingsworth's going to release something, I don't really know about anything new. I mean, I can't, Will Stewart, whenever he releases something. It's going to be phenomenal. The new Blips record. The Blips coming. is coming. It's been recorded. It's going to have that Slack done. Times. The Slack Times is out. Or is it, is it about to come out? Because I follow them on the socials, and it's a whole lot. You've got the copy. Yes, it is it. out because they had an album release party yes. at the Yellowhammer Creative, and it got canceled because of COVID. Yes, it is out. And so, boys and girls, go listen to Slack Times. Look that up on your... However you ingest music. Slight times, it's good. Okay. And so then I'm going to talk about a couple more records. 
that um, uh, that play on indies only that I think are, are phenomenal. Um, the Petrol Girls, like Petrol meaning gas. Mm. Petrol Girls, their new record phenomenal. The new record from um, the Bell Curves. It's country, but there's a song on it that I've been playing on indies only called Spent. That's a rocking ass fucking almost punk. So kind of like a Sarah Shook kind of thing. In, it's country, but it has potential of being kind of sorta rockabilly. Yeah, kind of sorta. So check that out. Um, also, a new band that I'm really into called Keep for Change. Check them out. They just released their new record, Keep for Change. And that's it. Monk out. I'm out too. <laughs> Boys and girls, this has been a. Another episode of Porch Talk and Untapped in Vinyl. Always a pleasure to have Monk. Listen to Indies Only. Follow Monk on the radio on social media. Rate and review Porch Talk. You can follow it if you want to. I don't really post that much on it, but you can follow it. And we're out of here. And I think I might give this beer a three. Are you going to drink one more? Just to get them out of the way. <laughs> I'm out here.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.